Welcome back to the Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation Greasy Bear Blues. I am the one P Shark. And yes, making my return from last week. I do apologize for the absence. This your guy Trev, aka the corner man. Looks like I'm taking care of the perimeter duties this go this week with this three-man weave. What's good? Man, if you're gonna take care of the perimeter, man, let me take care down low, brother. Good to see you back, Mr. Of himself. Uh, but it's really cheated, man, giving it back to the cap. For sure, for sure. Yeah, missing a couple members. Uh, you know, Sky Lito, it's his birthday today. The big 30. He is big 30. Everybody calling him old. I'm still saying he's still in his prime because NBA players don't get old until they're like what 30, late 30s. Even LeBron yeah. still. I was about to say, depending on who you're talking about, I, 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 I still got some years left in this prime, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, we should have reached out. Um, I member Sky Lito a happy birthday. And Tell, you know, he's a DJ, so he had a couple uh gigs, so he wasn't able to make it this week. So we are three man weaving it. Three and three tournament coming soon. Big three, hit us up. We ready for you. We got somebody each position. <laughs> but uh let's give it to Grizzlies this week. Three and a week, as uh most of us did predict last week. Uh, beat the Clippers, smack down the Clippers, uh 135-109 on Tuesday. Smack and you know, Marquise Morris, not, Mar- not Marquise, the other Morris, Marcus Morris did. Try a little bit. I don't think I don't think he purposely did it. Job. I think he, I think it was literally actually don't know. It just <laughs> it happened. Uh of course it's the Morris twins, so it's more amplified when they do stuff like that. <laughs> but uh I think him and Jaw are cool. That's why Jaw didn't really like say nothing after the game towards him or nothing. So I, I really don't think it was like a truly dirty play where he intentionally tried to do it. But luckily Jaw didn't get hurt off the play and they blew them out anyway. Um we played Detroit on Thursday. I, it's funny, man. My turn if I Tune in late to the Grizzlies game. They just be smacking teams. Like I turned the TV on, they were up forty-three to nineteen, like or forty-one to nineteen. It just they, they don't they don't play with the lunch anymore. Like you remember, they blew they lost the game in Detroit last year. Now nah, this year now nah. they yeah. blew their game to Orlando last year. This year now nah, they just gonna smack <laughs> these teams. Yeah, so I'm, I'm proud of them, the uh, young guns. Then against the Charlotte Hornets on Saturday night. Was up by like 33 or 35 at one point. Um, I did miss the second half of the game and saw Charlie did make a run, but the Grizzlies did pull out the game. So how do y'all feel about this week for the Grizzlies? Well, first and foremost, let's uh, congratulate the Grizzlies on reaching 40 wins before the All-Star break for the first time in franchise history. So uh, big ups to the Grizzlies there. For those uh, that may – May not know my name for this week is Big 30s across the board because the Grizzlies this week at some point during these games were up by at least 30 points. <laughs> so um to Shaggy's point, uh, we all and I know it's a broken record, but we always used to say about the Grizzlies, win the games you're supposed to win. And uh this week was a relatively easy weekend. To quietly be honest, February has been a relatively easy month for the Grizzlies, and we kind of talked about this before not just here on starting five but on let's be real like the grizzlies are got it rolling and it looks like that they're not looking back uh with these past three games they shot the ball extremely well um up close to 50 percent uh each game i think they went over 50 i think in the game against detroit if i'm not mistaken um john moran has been the all-star that we all knew well the superstar that we all knew that he can be and that he is uh, Desmond Bain has, uh, hasn't been too far behind. Although he wasn't named to the all-star team, I can 
feel good saying that Jaron Jackson Jr. has played like an all-star on an all-star caliber level, especially given the the fact that we given him earlier on in the season. So big kudos to him for that. Uh, Steven Adams has been, again, like a godsend. Uh, and I didn't even know he had this ability to pass the ball the way that he does. So kudos to him as well. Uh, the Grizzlies just have it rolling, man. And they're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. And I don't see them looking back. I mean, it's not much really I can say about these three games because they were essentially blowouts. So uh, kudos to the Grizzlies. And they are going to look like they're going to keep it rolling up until All-Star break. <clears throat> yeah, um, you mentioned your moniker this week, um, Trevor, about big 30s across the board. I want to make sure I mention mine, too. No trade, no fade. We ain't trade nobody, and we ain't going to fade nobody, all right? We're going to take care of business when it needs to be taken care of. So kudos to us, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I know a lot of people had asked, no, what, what's the trade market like? What should we do? Yada, yada, yada. And I believe a lot of us on the show, unless there was something that literally screamed that you needed to make this trade happen, we all are pretty much on the same boat about saying keep this team intact, even over the offseason as well. Um, just go ahead and keep it intact. So for me, um, the three games, one, we scored 120 points at least over for all three games. Uh, but the other point, I definitely got a chance to kind of break down some more of the game last night against the Hornets. Um, and the reason why I chose the Hornets game over the other two games, uh, I mean, the Clippers, uh, the I about to call them the Lions, sorry. But the Pistons, it's like, eh, there's really the same team anyway. Um, but I really saw, I guess, more competition with the Hornets, um, with LaMelo, and they did a quick trade as well to get Montrez. Um, and also Miles Bridges, who's going to enter possibly free agency market to see how he was playing. To your point, Captain, we were up at least 20 and 30 points within the entire first half, um, even barring an injury, quote unquote, potential injury to job, which was nothing. Um, but we got a little lax towards the end. And when I say lax, we started the game in more of like a two, three zone. Um, and Charlotte just wasn't hitting their shots. They were kind of open shots, to be honest, Um, but they just were not hitting. It seemed like there was like just a closed casket on their rim, so to speak, Um, and we were, and we were just going, 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 um, and defending a little bit better as well, closing out on shooters that they do have. What was most impressive to me um, was the fourth quarter, and yes, we did give away some of our um, leads, so to speak, but those of us that know basketball, basketball is a game of runs. Eventually, some team is going to make a run. It just is inevitable when it happens. So with that being said, what I saw towards the end of the game, towards the final stretch, was one, our should be in the MVP conversation, John Morant, um, making some great plays offensively, but keeping it right in the middle and attacking the basket. That's one thing that I saw. The other thing I saw was, and I and hopefully I can get a chance to say this later as well, was Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain being open for corner threes and also playing defense as well. Having the ability to have a closer and a shooter on offense is extremely important. And guess what? How much do we pay for these guys? Nothing. They were draft picks. And we drafted very, very well to get Ja and Desmond Bain and have them for a very long time. And listen, even during that game, especially in the first half, Jerome was in the house. Um, and hitting some timely shots, three-point shots at that. 
Um, we still got work on that. Like y'all said, South Memphis jumping with that little step in a little bit. Um, but overall, great win, great week. Um, and I look forward to how we, you know, progress from here. But again, as um, Trevor said, first time we've ever won 40 games. We're not trading anybody. We're in the third seed in the West. We are seven games behind, I believe, first place, a few games behind second place. What I want us to do is just create some distance. So one, that we're going to win the Southwest Division, like we said we would. And two, we stay in third place to make sure we get at least four home games in the playoffs. Yeah, so Dylan Brooks Allen will be sending a complimentary bottle of champagne to the Dallas Mavericks. Again, I'm not scared of the Mavericks, but they got relatively worse with this trade over the trade deadline. So, uh, yeah, as a Grizzlies fan, Grizz Nation, I'm clapping my hands. Thank you so much. And um, we're going to keep this thing rolling. <laughs> yeah, although I didn't think they got – yeah, I don't think they got built over. So I just think they stay even because Port Zinkas weren't going to play. We saw them in the playoffs anyway. Let's just let's keep it a book. <laughs> we don't know see Port Zinkas play anyway. <laughs> so they have to trade it for some people. They might play because Missing Dinwiddie has injury issues. But um, shout out to Grizzlies not making the trades. Uh, Shout out to the Memphis, uh, the city in general this month. This has been a great month. Um, Memphis Tigers rolling 5-0 since, uh, you know, opinions comments in the media that time. Um, Calvin Austin, uh, University of Memphis wide receiver, yeah, was had a nice year year. out at, at the uh, Senior Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. And big win in, in Houston for the Tigers basketball team. A huge win. That's two wins uh, against top 10 teams for the Tigers. Uh, like they got it rolling. Right. Then the Grizzlies, 40 games. I think the over-under for them was 41 coming to the season. They ain't going to probably surpass that or at least tie it uh, by all-star break. So I hate that I didn't sink $100 <laughs> into that. I, oh, my God, because I so wanted to make that bet so bad. I would have <laughs> hit this. I don't know why I didn't do it, man. That's that's probably going to be my only regret for this year. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, great week. <clears throat> Three, though. I mean, expect opponents like we're supposed to. I mean, it's about as simple as that. So, Grizzlies, keep it up. You know, All-Star Brooks is coming up. Players are finally get a little rest. Dylan Brooks is supposed to be coming back in uh, March, early March, I think is what Zach Kleinman has uh, reported. So, we see uh, Dylan Brooks Island back very soon. And let's go and move forward to Twitter questions. This week, we're going to have one question. It's Super Bowl Sunday, so there's probably a uh, potential reason why. But I got Fat Boy Fade Away Sports. His Twitter is at Fat Boy Fade Away. Uh, I got Darren over there. Uh, check out their podcast. They do really good work. Uh, Go State Warriors fans. They just had a really good argument about Draymond Green on their most recent episode. I just watched right before I recorded. <laughs> so <laughs> check them out. But he did a poll, Twitter poll, of who would you rather have. Space is a spaces debate a couple weeks ago. So who would you rather have? Jonathan Kaminga? Or Zaire Williams. And I said we'll try to be as unbiased as possible while discussing this. So who you got? Jonathan Kaminga or Zaire Williams? Uh, and it's funny because I've grown to like Zaire, especially during this stretch as he's been getting a lot more minutes. Jonathan Kaminga has the tools. He has a, lot, a nice little upside. And he's not afraid to get his FGAs up if they need to be. Uh, I'm taking Zaire uh, just for the simple fact that Zaire can play within this Grizzly system, but there's like so much, so much more to his game that I feel that we haven't seen yet. 
that once he's able to kind of expand on this game a little bit, it's really going to get dangerous. All I kind of what happened with Desmond Bain. Now, I'm not expecting a similar jump that Desmond Bain took this season, but the potential is actually there. I think Kaminga is is great. Don't get me wrong. He actually has the potential to be great. But I think we kind of see what we're getting with Kaminga already. At this point, he just needs the reps. He just needs the time. Um, and then, of course, it's going to come a question. Can he mold his game and play within the system that the Warriors are trying to do? We don't have to ask that question with Zaire because he's fitting well with what the Grizzlies are trying to do as far as the system is concerned. From this point, it's just all about him trying to expand on his game. So uh, for me, um, as I said on the spaces, I'm going to take Zaire, but I will be keeping my eye on Kaminga because I am league pass Trevor. So, hey, it is what it is. Not league pass, Trevor. Um, but I, <clears throat> Kaminga is in a system that works. And sometimes we overlook systems um, because of the players that they have. And I think where he is at, who he is with that team, what they do with that team um, is making it more appeasing for people than it, it probably could be or should be. Um, now, is Zaire like giving you monster numbers? No, he's only averaging like seven points a game, I think. Then they're actually averaging the same amount. I think seven for Zaire, eight for Kaminga. So, I mean, a point is, is nothing. Um, but it, it's how you're getting a point. Like, how are we doing this? What is the development like? What is their ceiling at as well? So, you talk about potential. How far can this go? Um, and I don't believe Kaminga is done growing either. Um, I just think that Williams just has more area of opportunity to grow right now um, than Kaminga. So I, I'm going to, again, unbiasedly um, give it to Zaire for sure. Um, I also believe in Zaire shooting more than that. Um, and when it's in a league that is such where shooting is so dominant, um, you got to have at least, it almost feels like, two shooters on the floor forget on the team on the floor um almost at all times and i'm not saying kaminga is that yet i think zaire has some growth to do as well um but i'll take zaire's jumper eventually um over kaminga so give me williams uh for now but kaminga's not he's not in the sneeze that but also th- we didn't trade up in the draft for him either though that's a tough one <laughs> I want to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that one. I was like, man, who just thinks of these questions? Somebody even asked another question. This, this had nothing to do with the Grizzlies, but somebody said Anthony Simons or Tyrese Halliburton. I was like, sheesh, the way Simons is playing. <laughs> That's a tough one. I don't know. Controlling the Blazers. I mean, yeah, they ain't carrying the Blazers right oh, now. Like, Halliburton has been there from day one, and yeah. he hasn't missed since he got to Indiana. So, yeah, so, you know, Simon, but you know, Simons never had opportunities either behind Dame and CJ. So it's kind of that's it, true. It's, that's a tough that's one. I, I, that was like the one that was like sneaky. I was like, dang. But uh Betty Kaminga and Zaire, sheesh. I really gotta choose. Trying to be unbiased, but no, nah, I, I am being unbiased. Although I'm thinking I'm gonna pick Zaire, but I've watched him more than I watched Kaminga. But I know Kaminga, I guess he's viewed as more talented. Uh he is the more he's the better athlete, but Zaire is the better shooter. I prefer shooting over athletic ability um but yeah i choose zaire but 
Sheesh. <laughs> it, it, it's it's not a it's not an open and shut case. Yeah, with, it with that. like it. There's a it's a very Agreed. strong yeah. case you could take Kaminga. Like is yes. let's just be honest. So defenses are good for both of them. It's yeah. I'm Rose Zaire. We got Zaire Zaire here, so I'm gonna roll with the Grizz Nation. We got Zaire, man. Let's get it. Um, All star predictions. So All Star Weekend is next weekend, and we have two. Um, not two all-stars, but two players that will be participating in all-star weekend. Desmond Bain will participate in two events in the Rising Stars game and the three-point shootout. And John Morant will represent us in the all-star game. So what are y'all predictions? Do y'all predict Desmond Bain, Bain will win the three-point shootout? Y'all will win MVP like uh, Telf has said on here? Or with De- does the Rising Stars game have an MVP? That's a good question. I, I would assume. I, so. I don't know. I, they may. I mean, they used to, but I don't know what this new format that they're doing. Oh yeah, it's a new oh, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with this new format. So we'll, that remains to be seen. Okay. Well, let's predict a three point shootout, and I guess uh, Ja. Do y'all think he can? Y'all think he will win MVP, or uh, I guess present a stat line that you think he might produce an All Star game? So. Okay. Um, well, I'll go first as far as the All Star game. Um, typically, when superstars make the All Star team for the first time, they kind of want to come out and make a statement. It's almost kind of like a rite of passage, if you will, to kind of stamp your name as the guy uh, for your respective team and letting putting the league on notice, like, "Hey, I'm here and I'm not going anywhere." Uh, we've seen it happen time and time again. I think the most recent guy that this happened for was Giannis when he showed his butt off. I think it was a 2017 uh, All-Star game, if I'm not mistaken, in which he just dominated and won MVP. And he hasn't looked back since then. So uh, I, I fully expect John Morant to kind of do something similar. If I can put a stat line out there, let's see, I will probably go about – 33 points, six rebounds, eight assists. Because, of course, they're not going to be playing defense until the fourth I was just about to say, there ain't no defense. I do expect this to be a, a, a high-scoring affair, and I think um, they're going to start competing later. And if Jaws on the floor, then he's going to make sure he brings it home for team to rent. Uh, as far as the three-point shootout is concerned, I had to check out to see what the rest of the field was. Let me see. Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, CJ McCollum. Patty Mills, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Fred Lamb Fleet, and Trey Young. Of course, along with Desmond Bain. Um, I called it earlier in the season before it was announced. I'm going to stick with it. I think Desmond Bain wins this three-point shootout. Uh, a lot of these guys are either streaky or quote-unquote scorers, meaning uh, they may not be the greatest as far as like standing still by yourself, shooting threes or things of that nature. Not saying that they're not great at it, they could knock them down, but just it's kind of the difference between Zach Levine and Trey and Clay Thompson. That's that's kind of the, the whole deal. So give me Desmond Bain there. I, I picked it earlier in the season. I'm going to stick with it. So yeah, and that was a good point that you brought up. Like like you said, Zach Levine's more of a scorer. Trey Young is more of a scorer. Like he's going to find ways to score. So is CJ McCollum. Um, they just happen to shoot a three point shot pretty decent as well um but in terms of a three-point shootout i actually i'll throw those three names off immediately um you can throw in carl anthony towns uh for a bunch of pennies as well somebody that i don't believe is going to win a three-point contest 
Um, and so it leaves to me Desmond Bain, uh, Luke, Patty, and Fred. Um, and between those four, of course, I'm going to give it to Desmond Bain uh, for sure. But I also, also, I would not be surprised um, if Fred or Luke comes out and, and puts on a performance um, at all. Um, the Clippers are just one of those teams that no one really cares about, um, but they somehow tend to win when they're down by like 20, 25 points. They can't do that without three-point shooting. Uh, Fred Van Fleet um, has been playing uh, pretty good. Um, he's got the Raptors in sixth place in the East, um, so they're not in a playing scenario like they were a couple weeks ago and being in 10th place. Um, so, yes, give me Desmond Bain to win. Um, and then the question is, does Ja win MVP? The Kobe Bryant trophy, right? Yeah. Um, man, uh, he is going to put his all in it. Um, the question is, how long is he going to be able to put his all into it um, as well? I think this – I I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. I hope that there is some – more controversy that happens, but I know Kyrie and KD aren't playing, but I wish they were um, with James now playing. And then James Harden, of course, not LeBron James. Um, and Joel is, of course, on the other team, I believe, because KD picked him up. Um, I think Jod is not going to win MVP. I, I think James Harden is going to be pissed off about being the last pick, about being a laughing stock, And somehow, some way, he's going to channel that energy and prove that he is the best player, so to speak, um, and just use that as motivation as he goes over to Philly. Um, and But Josh's performance, I believe, will be on par for what he normally does. Uh, for me, give me 26 um, and, like, 11 assists, though, because, again, no defense. They're just going to be alley-ooping it all day. He might even get three alley-oops to himself. Um, so give me 25 and 11 for sure. Sure, for sure. Um, I guess I'll start with the All-Star game. Yeah, MVP, one, I don't really care for the All-Star game, but MVP is like, one, the team who wins win MVP. And looking at the teams, I think Jaws on the lesser of the teams. I think uh, Team LeBron has the best team. You got Giannis. Giannis plays hard every All-Star game. So is LeBron, is LeBron Giannis still? Uh, and then, like I said, I, I saw James Harden's name. I like, you know, he did get picked last. I could see him very well, <laughs> you know, deciding to say, okay, bet, I'm going to show up. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, this is the first time all star appearance. Um, yeah, got Luca like that team. <laughs> I'm picking them to probably win, and in turn, it means Josh can't win MVP. Now, would Josh show up and show out? Yes, he's probably gonna be the highlight of the all star game. He's probably gonna be the one that has the most flashiest dunks, the most flashiest passes, join the joggles, and everything. So Give me him to get a stat line. Oh, he would get close to 30. I gonna give him 30. 30. Give me about I, know, I say he get a double double. Give me 39 and six something. 30 points. Um nine assists. Now I'll give him the, the double double. No, I'm gonna let him fall short of it. Give me six rebounds. Oh, give he, me. He good. That's a good one. I I he, yeah. he Taking after me on that one because I, I went the exact same way, but instead I, I went eight assists, but I gave him right. three more points. So also give me about four steals. He's gonna give me he's gonna get racking racking couple steals up. As with three point shootout, give me Desmond Bain, man. Give me Desmond Bain, man. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna come down to him. Uh, I'm thinking just looking at the participants. 
like standstill shooters, him, Patty Mills, um, Luke Kennard is another one, Fred Van Vliet. I also get Trey Young a shot. Uh, Trey Young is uh, yeah. very uh, streaky. Uh, and you know, three point shootout, it just who gets high at the right time. I mean, Carson Towns, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't shot me. Carson Towns to come out here and start yeah. and everything. <laughs> like, so uh, give me, go give me Desmond Bain, go and show out and get that uh, three point shootout and bring it back home to the city and job him ready to get his uh, flashy highlights like he did in the Rising Stars game last year. He's gonna do it in the All Star game this year. Oh, yeah, even – I don't know. Again, we don't know if they're giving out an MVP trophy for the Rising Stars game. I do expect uh, Desmond Baines' team, Team Isaiah, to kind of mop the floor with everybody because yeah. they mm-hmm. literally have the best team. So, shout-out Desmond yes. Uh I think shout-out Precious Jachul, a former Tiger who's on uh, Team Isaiah as well. So, yeah, Team Isaiah is probably going to mop the floor with everybody. Let's get it. Let's get it. Well, let's go on get to our week. It's uh, upcoming week predictions. Chris has only got two games because of All-Star break. They finna be chilling for a week after this. Uh, gonna go home, get their rest, and self job and bang. They're gonna continue playing some <laughs> more, but not compelled, you know, not super competitive ball. So they'll be just having fun, um, taking their trips to Cleveland. Uh, can't wait to Memphis actually get an All-Star game. If Cleveland can get one, Charlotte can get one. Memphis, we need to step our game up with these hotels and everything so we can get one. But yeah. you know that I was about to say now, you know the problem. <laughs> you know the problem is they got they are <laughs> they are got some plans in the works for that, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, but this week we got who just made a trade with all the grizz killers and the team that always beat beat us. We go to New Orleans to the Smoothie King Center on Tuesday. Then we come home and play Portland Wednesday at home. What do y'all got this week? 201102. I highly doubt 02. So 2011. I'm gonna take the split here. Um with the obvious loss coming to the New Orleans Pelicans. I, I for some god awful re- god awful reason, I cannot figure out why the Memphis Grizzlies struggle with the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, of course, the Pelicans just made a deal uh with the Trailblazers to get CJ McCollum. Uh, certified Grizz killer, so um, expect him for pennies. They try traded him for pennies, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> for pennies, so uh, expect him to put on a uh, pretty uh, nice game against against us. Um, I think him and Brendan Ingram probably do just enough uh, to uh, knock off the Grizzlies. Um, it'll be a close game, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, it'll be relatively close, and then the Grizzlies, uh head home and close out the week with a win against the Trailblazers. Man, um, that Pelicans game scares me too. Um, you're talking about, they really, to me, it's like three scores now. Uh, you got Brandon Ingram, you got CJ McCollum. And whenever Devontae Graham wants to get hot and streaky, he'll get hot and streaky too. Um, but I, I am stamping that we win this game um, against the Pelicans. The crazy part is I'm more afraid of playing the Blazers, the team that they had to trade with, just based upon, to you guys' point about timing, how well the Blazers have played without their two-headed monster, who has been their two-headed monster for the past, what, seven, eight seasons? You don't go to Portland or you don't think about Portland without C.J. McCollum and or Damian Lillard. And without both of those players – this team is still, still handing out L's. And that's a team that you don't want to overlook um, going into the, you know, going into our weekend. And I think we actually might. 
So I'm going to give the split one one. Um, I'm hoping that we can use a lot of our energy at home um, to overcome Portland. Um, but I think our loss is actually going to be with Portland and not against the Pelicans. Well, like I said, there's no more Mr. 500 Shark. Give me two and oh. We're gonna finally overcome them. We've done everything. Thank else. you. Thank we you. Like, no please go against. one more like the rest of us. Please. We're about to overcome these Pelicans. That was gonna be my one loss, but now nah, we, we gotta we finally gotta get paid overcome this uh curse they got on us, man. Let, let's get it, man. We're gonna beat the Pelicans. The Blazers, yeah, they have been like surprising teams. Um this great team is locked in. I mean, hey, we won. We 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 lifted the MLK Day curse. We actually got a W on that day. So mm-hmm. hey, anything can happen, right? Anything's possible, like KG once said. And uh, also, shout out to the Grizzlies. I didn't mention this earlier. We are one of only two teams in the entire NBA with twenty wins on the on the road and twenty wins at home. We actually got the identical record of twenty and nine on each, twenty and nine at home and twenty and nine on the road. Who's the other team? Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, of course, <laughs> and that's why it's, that's why it's gonna be so hard to get it to the first place because they are they're playing they are like rolling. we're playing but better. Yeah, and, and there's nothing we're gonna be able to do again by first place. That's why they're I said playing better, and, and honestly, they just they're built better. Uh, I mean, we have depth as well, but Phoenix just has a nice little depth of veterans Man, as opposed to our young look. guys. So, yeah, that they heard out. They heard they heard all that noise time about you know they got through the postseason because of injuries to other teams last year and they <laughs> they come out this year showing proving why they <laughs> are as good as they were supposed to be perceived to be. But it is Super Bowl Sunday, although this episode will come out on Monday after the Super Bowl. But I still want to make Super Bowl predictions. Got the Bengals, got the Rams. No, we made this on LBR, uh, but I know she did miss the episode. So who you got? Bengals, Rams. Real quickly, Rams 35-24. I won't make it quick. Who they? Bengals. I ain't got a score. Matter of fact, whatever the score is, they're just going to win by what? Three points. That's all they do. We just they just not we, they will win by three points. And I have Bengals as well by three points. I predicted after the score in 23 to 20. Can I say one thing before we get ready to break um, from the episode? I just, as I watched the game um, against the Hornets, I just want to give a huge, huge shout out and thank you to the NBA executives that messed up the trade that will send Kelly Oubre to the Grizzlies back in, was that 2018? Because he is abysmal. And thank mm-hmm. y'all so much for that mess up, NBA execs. And also thank you, NBA execs, for letting Desmond Bain go past you all first round. Thank you. And thank you, Boston, for that draft pick. We we, we appreciate you there. <laughs> they returned the favor to us. They returned the favor. <laughs> yep. But uh, before you out the show, man, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our guy. Uh, we just had him on the show as a guest, uh, Ryan Haskett from Memphis Jukin. They just had this show this weekend. I had the pleasure of going, and it was it was great. It was even better than I even would imagine. Like it just seeing art in its true form, it just was just amazing. Like great performance. Uh, good luck to them to them on their tour. And if you missed it, hopefully they have a new. You know, hopefully they have another one in the future. Uh, Judge about how good it was, in my opinion, they they probably will. They probably should. So, uh, shout out to the guys at Memphis Juke and our guy that we just had down here and on LBR and Ryan Haskett. 
Um, and outside of that, remember to follow us at uh, starting five, the number five MEM, follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies, and follow me at the one underscore P Shark. I'm at the Auto Trevor. You know what's still a preposition. So, <laughs> yes, sir. And, and it's really shitty, man. Let's go. Hey, Grizzlies, please make it what Captain said. Be 2 0 no, and make me and Trevor wrong. I would gladly, mm-hmm. gladly be wrong here. Please, just please. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And also, of course, uh, got other podcasts on the network, the 3D podcast, the Core 4 podcast, GBB Live, and the Long View. So listen to those podcasts as well. Remember, to, uh, we're Skylar. This episode comes out Monday, so wish him a happy belated birthday if you don't get to wish him a uh, happy birthday on his actual birthday. And until next time, go Grizz. Go Grizz.